Hello and welcome to the final episode of Inside the Mind of Champions for 2021. I really hope you are where you wanted to be at this time of year. So many people have had their travel plans and holidays with loved ones affected and we're just a few days away from the Christmas festivities and there still remains so much uncertainty. I'm desperately hoping that my parents can come and stay with us for Christmas. They've been isolating pretty much for two years now so these moments are very special so we'll all be taking tests in the day before so that we can meet with confidence. It's such a bizarre situation that so many grandparents around the world and families have been disconnected from seeing their loved ones. But the Christmas break is probably the only time of year where everyone is off together. And we all need that downtime and that ability to switch off without any guilt or without any feelings that we should be working after another brutal 12 months. I'm hoping that as you've been listening to the podcast through the last year, you've picked up loads of strategies that can help us with some of the challenges that lie ahead of us in the next few weeks. The main ones are to plan for various scenarios and and also be grateful for what ends up happening this year. So I thought I'd reflect on some of the key messages from this year's interviews in the podcast and try and apply them to the situations that certainly I'll be facing over the next couple of weeks. So first of all, in our Black Friday episode, we heard futurist James Wallman encourage us to buy experiences for our friends and loved ones rather than gifts because it's better for the environment and it's better for their motivation rather than just getting more stuff which ends up cluttering our houses. And I think that's all well and good, but obviously if those experiences are in restaurants, hotels or or sort of outdoor hobbies, then it's a bit of a problem at the moment with everyone facing some kind of lockdown. I saw that uh, Wayne Visser, one of the sustainability experts from episode 44, sent out a message to his contact saying that he'd like, don't buy him a gift. Uh, You can add to his virtual forest, which I thought was a novel idea. So he's basically walking his talk by showing that he'd rather have a tree planted as a donation somewhere in the world rather than receive another pair of dodgy socks. And that reminds me, um, if you're one of the listeners who showered me with those amazing gifts as a thank you for creating this year's podcast, then I really am touched. But as I know it wasn't you, yes, you, then I'd like a five-star review, please, um, as you leave. That's going to just take you two seconds and is very carbon neutral. So as Mariah Carey says, all I want for Christmas is a review. So that would be absolutely magical. As England are currently 2-0 down in the ashes, I'm not going to dwell on the cricket at the moment, but in Shane Warne's interview for the show, he spoke about that moment in the World Cup semi-final when the pressure was building, he could feel his heart racing, his mind was starting to wander and he felt that he was starting to panic. So what he did then was calm himself down. So that pressure can force errors. So the big pressure moment for me isn't the World Cup semi-final, but it's actually cooking the Christmas dinner for my family under the gaze of the grandmaster, my mother, who's cooked probably 50 or 60 world-class turkeys in her life. Um, so I'll be using Warney's self-talk and breathing te- techniques to ensure that I don't ruin the old bird, the turkey, that is. Um, I also have to need to prepare like a champion, as Sarah Story said, the brilliant Paralympian in, in episode 39. How can we expect that meal to be extraordinary unless my ingredients, my planning and my execution are extraordinary in the kitchen? So the slight problem is that I don't think Dame Sarah Story, Britain's great record breaker, drank champagne as part of her race preparation. But it's actually a critical part of my Christmas morning hydration routine. So I've still got to fathom that combination out. 
In episode 38, we heard from Owen Eastwood in his great book, Belonging, where he explained that this sense of belonging is so important in our sports teams and our business teams and across society. We've become so fragmented. And he told us that that Maori definition of leadership came from two words, ranga and tira, which literally means to weave the people together. But again, I'm worried about failing this test on our high performance principles because my Christmas quiz usually sparks a bitter rivalry between the boys and the girls in our family. And we've actually had tears before from a losing family member. So I'm not sure I'll be weaving the people together unless I bring out a thick slab of chocolate log and cream to uh, mop up the tears there. In episode 36, we heard the England football manager, Gareth Southgate, telling us how to reframe setbacks as a learning experience. So again, I've got that queued up and ready to go if I burn the sprouts. Um, Rather than that being a catastrophe, I've got to take that message that to stay calm, it's just one vegetable in one meal and I can improve next time on Christmas if I don't uh, catastrophize too much. So I shouldn't go sobbing into the lounge and and see myself as a failure. I should just reframe it and say you failed on the sprouts at that particular moment in time. So that's a really powerful reframing message. But we also heard from the episode on being an optimist that we can reframe things swiftly as well. Um, And actually, I've got frozen peas in the freezer. I think everyone would prefer those anyway. So that's a good uh, reframing of that particular culinary catastrophe. Episode 28 was all about innovation and we need to find new creative solutions to many of the problems that we're facing at the moment. And one of the central ideas there from our thought leaders was that for innovation, you need to get a brilliant and diverse think tank uh, together to brainstorm their way out of challenges. So I'm just thinking if I panic in the kitchen at a particular point, do I embrace the cognitive diversity of our family from anyone that's ever switched on the oven about how they think I should move forward with the meal? or do too many cooks spoil the broth? It's an interesting dilemma and one that I'll have to listen back to episode 28 for. In uh, the mastermind session with Rasmus Ankerson, he was absolutely fascinating, asking us to think about our motivation. He spoke about some world champions, you know, wanting to go on forever and keep testing themselves while others just won one title. And as soon as they got that title, you know, their motivation was satisfied. So he asked us to think about what motivates us. Is it fame? Is it records? Is it fortune? But for me, it's an avoidance motivation by cooking the Christmas dinner. I know that I'm avoiding doing the dishes. So that's my pure motivation coming through there. In uh, the episode we had about women who win, we took inspiration from the trailblazing ladies like Kate Richardson Walsh, Lucy Skilbeck and Anna Richards, who told us that their success was absolutely fundamental. We should absorb that and, and, you know, take that on as part of our confidence bank account. And and that makes us more resilient in these challenging times. And that knowing that we've achieved these successes in the past gives us the courage and the commitment we need to move forward. And I love that insight from Sue Campbell, who had her own episode actually back in the podcast, whose tenacity was so inspirational. And her analogy was that if you can't get through the front door, get through the window. And if the window's locked, you go through the chimney. So I really hope that Santa was listening to that particular episode. In the Coaching Dilemmas episode, we heard that the great Sachin Tendulkar expected Gary Kirsten, his head coach, to be his friend who supported and challenged him to be his best. And we also heard about the importance of being that detective 
listening and looking intently at the eye contact from your athletes, from Boris Becker talking about Novak Djokovic, knowing when they're ready to take on information. So I should remember that point when I'm trying to coach my daughter if she's engrossed in watching The Grinch. And we started the year with an inspirational session with Eddie Jones. He explained how our goals need to be transformational and how we need to keep learning. And that mindset of continual growth and improvement is part of the DNA of the high performers. And right back in episode one at the beginning of the podcast, uh, we also explored goal setting. So if you're setting yourself up for another five kilos loss of weight or to be a millionaire again for another New Year set of resolutions, then go back to episode one right back at the beginning and you can listen back to that goal setting magic. I'm really hoping that you uh, are going to take a well-earned break and switch off. Um, But if you do need a break from those in-laws, let's be honest, you sometimes do need an escape route. So if you do need some time, then you can go and activate that free months pass to our members club. It's that digital library with 800 two-minute videos and you'll you'll forget the in-laws are even in the lounge. You'll be watching insights from thought leaders, professors, best-selling authors, strategists, well-being experts. We haven't got any chefs in there yet, but um, hopefully I can do a masterclass on that after Christmas, after I've got through this turkey. Um, so just go to sportingedge.com forward slash membership and use the code podcast100 in the checkout and you can get a free month and that'll take you right through to the new year with loads of inspiration. Well, that's me. I'm, I'm done, quite literally. I thought the last year was hard, but um, 2021 seems to have raised the stakes even more and it's been a real endurance battle. So I'm definitely going to be unplugging now for a couple of weeks and I really can't wait to get into that. So that means I won't see your five star review until I'm back, but um, it'll be the best present ever when I get to pick those up when I switch my phone back on. So I just want to say a massive thank you to you for being part of my community this year. We know that there's thousands of podcasts around the world and the chance to have been in the top 50 in so many different countries around the world is a real privilege to see. So wherever you're listening into, whether you're putting a shrimp on the barbie in Australia or you're somewhere in the sun or you're in Europe in the winter and snowing all around you, I hope you have a a wonderful, wonderful Christmas break. I just want to say thanks so much for all the opportunities you've given, lots of my clients listening in and the keynote speeches and the webinars we've done and all the digital content. And we've got some really exciting plans to support you even more in 2022. So I know we can't all be with our families and loved ones uh, this Christmas. So let's also make sure we look out for some of the people in our network that would love just that text or just that quick call to let you know that you're thinking about them. And and I think we've all got people that we can do that to. And I'm sure that will make a, a massive difference to their day or their week. So have a great break for your own good as much as anything, but also enjoy the time with your loved ones. And if you're in charge of the Christmas dinner, for God's sake, don't mess it up. Merry Christmas.